For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Tag Talk. My name is Kylie. This is Haley. Uh, sorry, we were just talking about how like done we are with Twitter. And let me pull up our names. Hold on. We're a little messed up here. There, there we go. go. <laughs> Kylie, Haley. I didn't even notice they were gone. Like, I didn't notice they weren't on there. And then I was I like, know. wait a minute. Where's my thing? Something's missing. We're back. We're back. Uh, I don't know why it's purple, but... I don't have time to look up the color code. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so we have some plans for this episode. Sorry, shout out to Ryan for the super chat and totally derailing my intro. But <laughs> I guess we're back on the dad, dad joke grind. How do you find Will Smith in the snow, Haley? Don't look. I already saw it. So. Oh, well, okay. You follow the Fresh Prince. Hey, well, next time don't look. <laughs> Let me just turn the chat off. Sorry. Hey, don't look at any super chats. That way Yay. I can see. <laughs> um, but as always, guys, if you want your comment, question, idea, I don't know, red, to make sure it's red, you can send a super chat. Um, just like Ryan. Uh if you want to send dad jokes, I'm totally into the dad jokes too. Oh, well, there'll be more dad jokes, Haley. So don't look. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Um, this has gotten off to a wild start, guys. Okay, so, uh, we have some things we want to talk about. It feels like tag team wrestling is relevant again, but we have got this comment. Haley and I said we would start here. We didn't plan to talk about this, but I think it's worthwhile to talk about. So what are your thoughts on WWE tag titles bouncing on over the weekend in the women's division? So Haley and I have talked about the WWE women's tag division quite a bit. Um, we have a lot of gripes with it, and I think it's very poorly booked. <laughs> My thoughts on uh, this weekend are I didn't like a lot of what happened in WWE over the weekend between SmackDown and then um, the Saudi pay-per-view. But regardless, I don't know. I feel like the division has really been suffering – Kind of like an AEW, like waiting for the elite, like we're waiting for Sasha and Naomi. So my thoughts are that it's unnecessary and the division as a whole is just suffering. Like it's like if you ranked WWE divisions, it's like the bottom. And like for me, it's not even like I don't need like super long title reigns, but I don't like when they flip flop every other week. I don't like that. Um, I don't think it does anything for the teams. I don't think it does anything for the belts. I just, I don't understand. Um, and, like, I get, you know, it's a story, of course. But at yeah. the same time, like, I feel like they were building up damage control to be, like, the next big, like, powerhouses in the women's division. And it just kind of feels like with Bailey losing and this happening back and forth, like, I just, I don't get where they're going. I just want to say hi to Hannah for a second. Hannah is the hey, best. Hannah. We love you. Um, we love Hannah. She's the nicest person probably ever. Uh, so, hi. Welcome to Tag Talk. We're starting off hot uh, on something very negative. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's okay. It's okay. It's up from here. It, it all goes up from here. We have some really great news coming out of wrestling. I don't oh, no, I wouldn't say news. I would say... Reports, rumors tidbits ideas things like that um but the wwe women's tag division is not that i think it's objectively bad yeah sorry um anyway i think we should move right into new japan because i tweeted today that it feels like 2019 it feels like uh super chat from collins we also love collins uh, what female tag team has made the WWE tag titles mean something more than props? What team had the most potential but did not get their flowers? Oh, 
say the Boston Hug connection. Like Sasha Banks and Bailey really they embody tag team wrestling, the spirit of tag team wrestling. They really put in the effort to be a legitimate tag team. And I really appreciated that. And I think Sasha Banks and Bailey are two women's wrestlers, two wrestlers who are just incredible and never get their due. Like it's it's absolutely insane. They're constantly in like the Charlotte Becky shadow. Um it's in teams that had potential but did not get their flowers. I really like Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. I really liked yeah. that. I don't know. I don't know what happens, like why we didn't go more with that, why we didn't uh, really keep them together. Mandy has done great things in NXT. Of course, she's NXT Women's Champion. But I don't know. There was something really special there. Like, I miss it. For me, I'm going to say the Kabuki Warriors. I love Asuka mm-hmm. and Kyrie Sane. And, you know, they're the longest reigning tech champions. Um, but I just feel like when everybody talks about um, the women's tag division, like, they kind of overlook it for some reason a little bit. Mm-hmm. No, that's totally fair. Also, thank you to Kyle, our best friend from Elite POV. Uh, what's up? My two faves. Hope you both are doing well and have a great show. I do think this is going to be a great show. Like, we have a lot going on. And... I don't know. I'm just super excited about tag team wrestling. Finally, <laughs> there, there was a streak there where we were like negative every show. It was like, guys, what is going on in wrestling? I don't know what to do about this. It was really bad. It was really bad. But thank you guys for like sticking with us. We're pulling through and we finally got some good news. So all that being said, New Japan. And I tweeted today, like, it feels like 2019, and I'm actually watching New Japan, and I'm actually interested in New Japan. It's weird. But, anyway. New Japan announced World Tag League lineups. Uh, There's no, like, big surprises in the lineups. Uh, You can find it, of course, on the New Japan uh, website. But, I I don't know. I think it's interesting that Suzuki and Lance Archer are in there. I love that. I, I like that too. And I I don't know what Lance Archer's doing with AEW. I don't know what their plans are for him, what his status is. I'm not entirely sure, but I do like that New Japan is still using him and values him as a wrestler and everything he can do. Um as far as the tag league goes, uh there's no tag teams to me besides probably Aussie Open that really stand out as favorites. Yeah, I feel like it's pretty obvious where it's going and Aussie Open is probably going to win and yeah. I mean I'm fine with that like I like Aussie Open and I think they're on a really hot streak right now and yeah, good for them I think uh Tanahashi and Toro Yano is an interesting an interesting <laughs> I read that this morning I was like oh wow <laughs> yeah and then you got um and also oh look away we have a dad joke okay Ryan Another dad joke super chat. What type of music did the Pilgrims like? Rock? Plymouth Rock. Look, I was close. <laughs> it was, that was a good one. I really like that I was going to say Plymouth Rock, but I was like, rock? So, you know. It's close. You know what? I'll, you, you, we'll give it to you. But I do think it was interesting. I'm reading this. Uh, you remember when they announced the G1 and everyone was like, there's so much Bullet Club. Yeah. Like, New Japan must be gearing up for something big for the Bullet Club. And now I'm not getting those vibes with the Tag League. And I'm basically, sure. I was really surprised, too. Yeah, and not that there's no Bullet Club in there, because uh, Evil's in there, Yujiro Takahashi's in there, Bad Luck Folly's in there. But I don't know. I think, I don't know, I thought we were on the cusp of a Bullet Club renaissance. But, and especially with Jay White showing up at AW. I mean, my God, that was incredible stuff but i don't know new japan's in a weird spot but the tag league like looking at this lineup i got a lot of hope that there's a lot of great talent there that they're really gonna use like great okan super psyched about that uh (laughs) hiroki goto and yoshihashi that's fun i don't know i think what are your thoughts i haven't given you any space to say your thoughts i think 
it's a little predictable for me. I'm more excited personally for the junior tag league. I think that there's mm-hmm. way more like wacky teams involved and Chris Bay making his first round of Japan, which I think is really cool. I think there's a lot of really interesting characters. So I can't wait to see how that goes. Yeah. I, I know that there's like, everyone's focused really on wrestle kingdom. Will AEW talent show up on wrestle kingdom? Will WWE talent show up on wrestle kingdom? But I think New Japan, especially with like the drop they had during the pandemic, they've really been quietly working to build back up their roster into something more usable, like something fans enjoy more and something that serves a better serves them better than they had before. Uh, so coming out of like the Forbidden Door pay-per-view era, I think New Japan has done a lot of great things. And you know what? I'm watching New Japan again. So I'm perfectly fine with that. I do want to ask you, because you're like the resident FTR stan, were you surprised to not see them in this? It's the first time in a long time. Yeah, I... The FTR situation is weird to me, especially because FTR is doing stuff with New Japan, and it's not really being highlighted by AEW. Uh, And I don't know what the reason for that is, because AEW and New Japan, if they're not friendly, they're cordial, and they will work together, and they've shown that they'll work that they'll work together um i don't know i it is a little weird and i don't understand why ftr you know they're in this tag story in aw blah 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 but i don't understand why them being if not ring of honor triple a tag champs iwgp tag champs that's a big deal especially because you know they're heavyweights and i don't understand why it's not being treated like a big deal like it's just in my mind and you know, I forgive me if anyone else is enjoying what FTR is doing in New Japan. It's almost like the tag belts are being used as a way just to get FTR into dream matches. And as the, ref- as the resident FTR stand, I'm not here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to Another ask. FTR stand. Great timing. Jackie says, hello, finally alone in the office today so I can tune in. Hope y'all are well. Well, you arrived just in time. We're talking about New Japan. We're talking about FTR. We're having a blast. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Kyle. We're the third time in the last 20 years that the tag champs have not been in WTF. It's weird, isn't it? And it's like, and I think New Japan likes that FTR are tag champs because I think they're, that they bridge a, a significant gap between New Japan and like the Western audience. But I don't know. AEW doesn't treat it like a big deal. FTR certainly does, as they should, because this is a big deal. Um, but they're like they're seeking these the AEW World Tag Belts, and it's like these other belts just don't matter as much, yeah. at least to the AEW audience and the AEW office. Which to me is like, why? Like, and I, I assume that they're not in World Tag League because AEW needs them for something else. That's my assumption. Uh, of course, it's speculation. I don't know. Uh, but I feel like AEW would almost be better served if they let them do tag league or like ask them to be in world tag league because you get to really see them up against a lot of AEW's, you know, biggest talents, uh, not AEW's, New Japan's like biggest talents, their best tag teams. And you get to see them a lot more often in New Japan. And with AEW being such a forbidden door focused company uh, we want to work with everyone and everyone kind of company i don't know i feel like it's a bit of a misstep i agree um and i think they're kind of having the same problems with like for example i think Mm -hmm. uh that the aw audience specifically is like kind of sick of seeing uh Mm -hmm. ring of honor on aw tv and it's understandable um but at the same time like I feel like the appeal of AEW has always been that they're, you know, the quote-unquote forbidden door. Um, And so I like seeing different stars come in, and I wish that AEW would do more of that and collaborate with New Japan specifically. Yeah, I... And this is a great point by Jackie, of course. FTR stands, we got to stick together. They just took the number one contendership off them after doing nothing with it for months. Why not have them do something in Japan? Yeah. Exactly. And I feel like their FTR's work has, uh, they're focused on like building their 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Legacy doing these dream matches outside of AW, so on and so forth. But it does really feel like we're doing just dream matches or one offs. And I want FTR to do something a little bit more substantial. And it does feel like we're getting a little bit of that in AEW now, mostly because of fan pressure. Uh, they're in the story with the ass boys and the acclaimed and like this weird situation that's happening. Uh, but FTR's in there. They're, they're by the titles. I'm cool with it. I would like to see them do something more in Japan. I get it. They're an attraction. People love FTR. They wrestle differently. It's like a throwback. I get it. But FTR fits in, in Japan. And they, I would, there's so many stories and things that I would love to see them involved in. And I'm just not sure it's going to happen. I, I don't know. World Tag League, I'm excited for it. FTR's not in it, but you know who is in it? Lance Archer. So, so you know, I'm so happy but, for Lance. I'm so happy he's getting his flowers. He deserves it. So I'll take it. I AEW is in a weird spot where they have a lot of talent who have been there a long time who are now like not involved with AEW, but presumably still signed to AEW. I don't know. But regardless, Lance Archer on my TV, it's always a plus. Sticking with AEW because AEW is crazy recently. <laughs> AEW, I don't know what is happening with AEW. It's like these people are off TV. These people are off. But now this guy's on and this girl's on. I don't know what's going on. It's wild. But that's the best part about wrestling. We got some House of Black vignettes. And I'm really interested to think what Haley thinks is happening here. Because I've been watching these vignettes trying to piece together the story. Because it's Malachi Black. And we all know Malachi Black loves stories and like characters and all these plots he loves a good plot line um and i cannot make a story here there's a pool <laughs> there's like some goth stuff and julia hart is like talking about like making references to the supreme which is like an american horror story reference so there's magic involved and witches and i just can't i can't figure it out so Haley, i need to know <laughs> what are you what are you doing here what do you think well, first of all, I love that they're kind of getting this refresh in AEW. I think that it's something that they desperately needed. But also, it kind of just feels like like the death and like the rebirth of the House of Black. Like that's the vibe I'm getting. Um, I do it it is interesting to me that like Julia in a lot of them, you can see her like in the front and like leading, and I kind of like that. Like Yeah. Listen. We've been very vocal about how we want Julia Hart to lead the House of Black. Listen, I'm all for it. She's a natural, the natural pick to be the leader. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know where they're going with it, but I'm excited mm -hmm. to see. I trust Malachi. Yeah, and I like, um, and I don't know if I said this last week, because we talked about House of Black a little bit last week. Mm -hmm. I don't, I like that it wasn't just a social media thing. I like the AWs like investing in this, that they're putting their like support behind the House of Black. Um, because we really did ramp up trios, like the whole mm -hmm. trios division. And now it's like the trios division is non-existent. So I like to see AW really taking a step back and going back into it, their roots with the elite returning House of Black. We haven't seen much with the Dark Order, but I would assume they have plans for the Dark Order with Hangman. I don't really know. Um, but House of Black and the Elite coming back at the same time, I don't, or around the same time, I should say, I don't think that's a coincidence. No, and I do think that bringing the House of Black back, um, you need to push them. I mm -hmm. think that... Um, Buddy and Brody should go after the tag titles, and I think that Malachi should be in the title picture. Could you imagine him against MJF? I think so good. So good. Like, why aren't we doing this? We need to do this. Like, if you're going to bring them back, you need to do this. 
Like, it's not an ask. Like, I'm telling you, you need to do it, Tony Khan. <laughs> yeah, I'm instructing you, Tony Khan, to do this. <laughs> um, but no, and I totally agree because it definitely feels like in AEW, for a long time, Tony Khan was able to depend on, like, the same um, crop of guys, the same group of guys. It was, like, Mox. It was Kenny. It was MJF to a certain extent. It was Adam Cole. It was Hangman. It was CM Punk. It was like these top level guys. And we have seen some wrestlers really rise up, like the acclaimed. Um, I would say we've seen Burt Baker get up there. And I think in the women's division, we're seeing a lot more movement up, especially recently. But I don't know. It's nice to see Tony Khan really looking at the talent that he has. And I have no doubt that these vignettes and this whole story is really fueled by the house of black members themselves as creative individuals who want to do this type of stuff. And I am so grateful that Tony Khan, and I don't know what happened in the last year, but it did feel like he took a step back from um, giving people creative license, but I like to see that he's a little more trusting and he's like, okay, I have this roster full of great talent and I'm going to trust them. We have another super chat from Ryan. Yeah, he says, how did Benjamin Franklin feel when he discovered electricity? Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know. Shocked. Stop. <laughs> it's like that simple. I'm like, I don't know. I love I love that oh, we're sitting so here good. having this like in-depth discussion about like storytelling and plot and character building. And Ryan's like Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> I love how it's like at the perfect time too. Like he planned it out. <laughs> yeah. I 100% did. 100%. Anyway, back to the House of Black. Um, regardless of if they're in the tag division, in the trios division, if they're just going to do singles, whatever, I do think it's interesting that we have Death Triangle with this Hammer story uh -huh. uh, with Phoenix and Pac. And they are trios champions. But it, I wouldn't be surprised if we see the Elite return or House of Black one of them is going to take these belts off of Death Triangle. And I think that's a big feud we're going to have going into Revolution. And I'm stoked for it. As much as I love the Elite, and I can't wait for them to come back, I do think that the House of Black needed more. Mm -hmm. So I kind of hope that's direct the direction. I don't know where the Elite go from there then, but, you know. I don't know. And I just have to say... Kyle says, kudos to you for using your Tony Khan influence for good rather than <laughs> evil. Um, listen, I do think it's a little sus, Tony, that my intellectual property is being robbed on the daily. But you know what? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Uh, anyway, bringing it back to the elite and the House of Black. I do agree. I think the House of Black needs it more. I think the House of Black especially in their feud with Death Triangle over the summer, they really got lost, I guess would be the right word, lost in translation. Um, and I do think, I mean, the obvious answer is that the Elite are going to come back and take their belts right back because it's Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks, Pac versus Kenny. It's like perfect, stars aligned, blah, blah, blah. A match we've seen a million times. <laughs> yeah, but like House of, House of Black does it. House of Black comes back. And challenges Death Triangle and, like, keeps the Elite out of the title picture. Like, that we could build the the House of Black versus the Elite while we're also doing Death Triangle versus House of Black. And I'm nothing if I if not a girl who loves a layered story. So And you know what? The Elite will give it to us. They will. They 100% will. And I was, like, we were talking, um, I don't think we were filming when we talked about this. It might have been, like, in the group chat or something. Anyway. Uh, talking about when the Elite are going to return, um, and the House of Black, I guess, for that matter, I don't think the Elite are returning until full gear. Mm -hmm. I would love to be proven wrong, but I think they could do something like they did with CM Punk, which is like a bad reference, but <laughs> follow me here. <laughs> follow me here, please. Stay with me. Um when they were like teasing the CM Punk debut yeah. without actually saying CM Punk is coming back. I feel like they could do that with the elite and really spark interest in full, the full gear pay-per-view, have the elite return, confront death triangle. Maybe 
I don't know. But then you could also bring the House of Black back at the same time. Like Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, like, no, this is the double return that we want. We want House of Black and the Elite. I feel like there's so many possibilities that we could get out of it, too, Um, depending on who returns first Mm -hmm. and, like, what we do get at Full Gear. I don't know. But I do do also think that they're not going to return until Full Gear. They're going to try as long as they can. Yeah, some people were saying that they felt like they should return before uh, so that they could build a match for the pay-per-view and, like, that would spark pay-per-view buys. But I don't know. We're coming up on the time, guys. Like, this is November 7th. The pay-per-view was the 19th. So, like, less than two weeks. Like, I'd much rather we just save it. And then we can – we have full gear. We have all the dynamites. We have winter is coming. We have the weird situation in January where are people working Wrestle Kingdom? Are they not working Wrestle Kingdom? Like, what AW, New Japan, what are we doing there? I don't care. Anyway, going into Revolution, like having that story for Revolution, it would be so good. Do we want to talk about the new updates and the delete the elite situation? You know what? I'll get the floor is yours. (laughs) (laughs) I I was not prepared for this week's video. I was sitting just chilling on my phone and then all of a sudden like this whole like thing started playing and I was like, who could this be? I genuinely think. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. Somebody was deleting clips and replacing them in like a little timeline. So they were deleting the elite clips. The elite winning the trio titles never happened. We know. Um, but I think that it's Adam Cole. <laughs> Is that too explain? Fun? What? Explain. <laughs> Is that too what? Fun? <laughs> like I think. <laughs> because listen hear me out because of the whole like um adam betraying like the buck situation and like i feel like if he's coming back like this kind of feels (laughs) you know what it reminds me of what do you remember on smackdown like a long time ago they had the hacker yeah the hacker is adam cole (laughs) (laughs) listen but i'm serious like I don't know. It gives me Adam Cole vibes. I don't know why. I don't know how, but I feel like I feel like it's possible. And, and listen, uh, I don't think it's like a coincidence that like, I see the chat moving over here. I'm like zoomed in, and I can see the chat moving, and I don't like that. <laughs> they are loving what you're saying. Oh, I love uh, it, you guys. <laughs> uh, but I don't think it's a coincidence that the kingdom is in AEW. That's what I'm saying. And Robert Fish is not in AEW. Um, I'm sorry, we love Bobby Fish sometimes, but it's okay. Adam Cole, like, he's been gone for so long that it's starting to worry me a lot. Mm-hmm. And granted, it was a legitimate injury. He should take his time, blah, blah, blah. But I don't like that AEW isn't saying anything because it's almost like no news is bad news. And I'm worried about that. And then Kyle is, even if Kyle is ready and uh, Adam is not like, what do you do with Kyle then? Yeah, he's he's with the him, like, and then he's just know. a little side piece. Like why? Yeah. That's- the little side piece to Bennett. Listen, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I, I rescind it. Um, Anyway, I do like your Adam Cole idea. I think I think it would be interesting if we because if you bring if you have Adam Cole in the kingdom, but all of a sudden now we have four teams in the trios division who are legitimate contenders for like we have Death Triangle, we have the Elite, we have House of Black, and we have the Kingdom. And I think that is like that's a strong division. But then I also feel like our poor little dark order over there. Like, Hangman's out, and Hangman's out again with a legitimate injury. Um, but I don't know. I'm like sad about about our poor Dark Order. I know, and at this point, because I like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, you know, I think that they're next. And then like all these developments started happening with like the House of Black and the Elite, and I was like, wow, we're never gonna get the House of Black as champions. They're just gonna job the whole time. Like I can't, I can't do it anymore. I'm so sad. Yeah, I. 
I don't know. And like Caden is in the chat talking about uh, a discussion we had on this topic. And, and I was thinking about it and I almost wonder if it would be make sense um, to push off the dark order being involved in trios and really like hone in on their story with uh, Hangman. And I don't know where Hangman is. I don't know when Hangman's coming back, but and really like hone in on that and then maybe build that for double or nothing. And we could use that to have Hangman and the Elite reunion. Also, the embassy. Colin says in the chat says the embassy, that's a trio. And listen, I thought about this. And the embassy versus the elite would be gold, particularly because Brian Cage has wanted to wrestle Kenny Omega for a long time. A long time. And we got that iconic picture from uh, when they were both in Mexico. And I think they would want to do it. And also, not going to lie, I would love to see Khan on my TV more. <laughs> we love Khan. Kaden of the Soup Jet says Matt Hardy was part of the kingdom. I am aware that Matt Hardy was part of the kingdom, Kaden, because we just talked about this two days ago. Kaden, okay? <laughs> Matt Hardy was part of the kingdom. He was... Um, like a long time ago though but basically Caden and I have fantasy booked Matt Hardy into the kingdom into blood and guts with the elite because you need you need another guy in there sure, <laughs> and I feel like Matt Hardy is just like you know he fits Matt Hardy Matt Hardy and private party you could stick him anywhere yeah and it would be interesting like and we talked about this um Matt Hardy and Private Party is always interesting because Private Party beat the Young Bucks and didn't really do anything with it. But you could stick the Young Bucks, you could they could feud with Private Party, which I think is way overdue. Private Party needs a win over the Young Bucks. I'm okay. sorry. And then if the if the Private Party has Matt Hardy, then you they can have the Kingdom, and you can somehow spin that into Kingdom versus the Elite of Blood and Guts. <laughs> Listen, I'm here for it. You know what I. I, I love your fantasy booking mind, so, you know what, I love it. I, I, I think a lot about wrestling, and it's just, do. oh, this is another great point. Let's not forget about the best friends. They are still around. Fernando. Love it. We, uh, love we have another super chat from Ryan, so cover your eyes, Haley. <laughs> Why do I have to be the one to take the trope? Because <laughs> I can click the super chats. How did the Vikings send messages? How did the Vikings send messages? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Norse code. Norse code. <laughs> Norse code. That's... Listen, guys, one of my favorite shows is Vikings and the Vikings Valhalla. So that pops. Is, it, is that the show that Edge was in? Yeah, he was in Vikings, the original. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, what was I going to... Oh, bring you back to the best friends. What are we doing with the best friends? Orange Cassidy is doing his All-Atlantic title thing, which I'm very surprised that... Um, he won on Rampage. I know. Ball. We I mean, love it though. Thank. I hope there's a plan in play. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, but like, I don't know. For a long time, it really did feel like the best friends were going to be built up to take these trio titles. And I'm really sad because now I feel like they were only building them during the investigation in case the elite were gone. They yeah. had a team ready. That. And now that it's like the elite are coming back, like they're cleared in the investigation, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't want to play with you anymore. He drops his toys, the Dark Order and the best friends. I don't want to play with you anymore. And I'm annoyed with that. I really am annoyed with that. As much as I love Orange Cassidy getting his flowers, getting a title finally in AW, um, I really did like the best friends. As have been around for so long. Yeah, as trios contenders. Like, I think the best friends are really underrated and everyone talks about the street fight with Santana and Ortiz and that was great and I loved it. But if you look at like all the matches the best friends have had either as a trios or as a tag team in AEW, they're so consistent, consistently good. And I'm a little bit upset. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a little mad about it. Yeah. I agree. I think that the tag and now the trios division as much as i love the bucks and the elite it's always going to be like built around them and centered around them 
and everybody else is just going to keep getting pushed down the card. And I hate that because I really love the best friends. Yeah, and I feel like at some point, if they bring the Elite back and the Elite immediately get the trio titles, at a certain point, like, we have to take a step back and realize our time with Kenny Omega is really limited. He's getting older. He's more beat up. He's in great shape now, but it's he's not always going to be that way. So it's like we have to take a step back and be like, we can't waste time. We need to get these matches out of the way. We need Danielson, too. Omega versus Danielson, too, has to happen. And if it doesn't happen before those one of those two retires, I'm suing everyone. Tony Khan is getting sued. I'll sue the Young Bucks. I'll sue Haley. I'll sue everyone. I'll be so upset. Um, I think Brian Cage versus Omega has to happen as much as I'm not a Brian Cage fan. Osprey. Osprey has to happen, which I don't know. For the longest time, I thought it was going to happen at Wrestle Kingdom this year, but I don't. I wouldn't be surprised if they push it until Dominion or even Wrestle Kingdom next year. I feel like we might get mocked, but that's just Yeah, and I think... There's so many matches in AW. We need Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega. We need Jay White versus Kenny Omega. We need we just run Eddie Kingston versus Kenny Omega. Like, every anybody and everybody just up against he, he was gone for like yeah. a third of AW's existence. Either gone or in tag teams. So like it's crazy to think that Kenny Omega is a founding member of AW, but we barely scratched the surface for dream matches. Yeah. It's absurd to me. Um, I thought this was interesting. Uh, Snap, Grapple, Pop, great name, says, who will win the tag trios for Dark Order or Best Friends? Dark Order. Probably, yeah. I, w- I would also say the Dark Order. I think I think it's long overdue, um, and they've been mainstays and ogs for the entirety of aw's existence um mm-hmm. and i think that they deserve titles um i think that after they kind of started losing members and everything and momentum it, it really it hurt them and now everybody kind of views them as like jokes and jobbers and whatever and they're so good and we yes. see it consistently and it just sucks but i, I do think that they'll be first and as, as much as the Hangman story benefited them, I do feel yeah. like we got into a routine where they're like Hangman's little friends. It's like Hangman's the, the main guy, and then this is his squad. Um, yeah. Kyle said Omega versus Buddy Matthews. Book it. And we'll get that when House of Black feuds with the Elite. I think it's inevitable um, because Malachi Black, Versus Kenny Omega in any situation, any scenario. I don't care if it's like a 20-man a tag. <laughs> Having those two in the same match is always, always, always going to draw eyes. Uh, there's just something so unique about the way each of them wrestle, and it's such a great matchup. I think it's great. I also, going back to what I was saying earlier about Kenny Omega... Even if they win the tree of titles, I don't think they hold them for more than one pay-per-view uh, cycle. I just, I think there's more, there's so much left on the table with Kenny Omega that you can't really get if he is trio's champion. Because um, if you just have them as trio's champs and Kenny's just running all these singles matches, like, what's the point? When you could have the belt on someone like House of Black or Best Friends or Dark Order or one of these other teams. So to me, maybe they win them or on like a dynamite and they hold them until the pay-per-view. I don't know. But I it and it's crazy to think this, but I almost feel like the, the elite being gone has made me want them as trio of champs less. Like now I'm I realize how like tenuous their existence is in AEW. And I'm like, no, we're not doing anything. And I tweeted this the other day. Omega versus Danielson 2 needs to be their number one priority. I'm sorry. It just does. And I think the Bucks are in the same situation as well. Mm -hmm. Um, They're also only getting older. I mean, Matt's almost 40. Nick's getting up there. You know, they they take all these bumps and do all these flippy things, but, you know, their bodies aren't going to hold up like that forever. And I think that we're starting to wind down in their careers, too. And there are so many matches that I would love to see, and I'm sure Kylie would love to see as well, and you guys as well. 
So. Yeah, I'm. I'm super excited about the elite returning. Uh, I also thought this was interesting from Kyle. Omega and Malachi only crossed paths once in a four-way at NWXW 2008. 2008? They were, you You can't even look. Okay, Malachi Black and Kenny Omega in 2022. They're, it's almost like they're completely different people than they were in 2008. Mm-hmm. They're both way better as wrestlers. And this is someone who watches a lot of wrestling from like 2005 to 2012. Um, there's a lot of people like Ryan in the chat talking. Oh my God, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do the super chat and then we'll get to the point I wanted to make. Oh, wrong one. Okay. Ryan says, last one. What's the most popular kids movie in ancient Greece? In ancient Greece? Yeah. Troy Story. Achilles <laughs> and Patroclus. Listen, I love all these like history-based uh, super chats. Kylie's a historian. I, I love history. I feel I feel like a lot of people don't know this about me, but I am a historian by trade. <laughs> like, I'm trained to do it. Uh, and a lot of people, listen, the amount of DMs I get that are like, you're so dumb, and Kenny Omega's an idiot, too. <laughs> I'm like, so true, bestie. So true. I'm so dumb. <laughs> yeah, so dumb. Anyway, I don't want to give any of the haters the time of day. Uh, but you know what? Let's, we'll talk about it. FTR is also running out of time. Yes, AEW has an aging roster. And I think that's a reality they really do have to confront in 2023. Um, as much as they have a lot of young guys who are lined up ready to win every title, like they really did a good job. It's, even in the women's division, I think, especially in the last couple months, they've really gotten a lot better at that. Um, a lot of their like bigger, bigger stars are approaching 40 and you can wrestle after 40 you can wrestle when, when you're 50 like it doesn't matter but you can't really depend on someone like sting to be the face of your promotion at however old he is 60 you and it's and i don't want to i don't want to make this seem like i'm saying all these guys are going to retire like in two days and AEW is going to be screwed. But, like, I think having a game plan for really building up these younger guys and also at the same time making sure you get all the matches you want to out of your younger guys, uh, out of your older guys, I think that's important. And FTR, the Young Bucks, Kenny, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, all these guys, they're just getting older, and that's just, just the reality of it. And older also means more prone to injuries, as we have seen with certain people. I think we offended some people in the chat, and I just want you guys to know, uh, there is nothing wrong with 40 when you're not a wrestler. Um, when, Absolutely not. And it, I'm not trying to, like, offend anyone here, but the reality is, a lot of these guys have wrestled from like 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, like yeah. young adulthood. So like they're approaching 20 years in their career, 20 years of like really hard damage on their bodies for a lot of them in Japan and on the Indies. So listen, yeah, exactly. Kyle 40 is like 60 in sports, yeah. even in wrestling, even, uh, Wrestling is like, and I, I know this, people say it all the time. Wrestling's a hard, hard sport. It's just crazy. And I want these matches to happen just so we can get them done and like out of the way. We can have these great matches while they're in their prime or like just a little bit past their prime, I would say for a few people, because I don't want another situation and not that it's comparable, not that it's like, I don't want an Undertaker in Saudi Arabia moment to happen ever again. I legitimately, that scared me. I was terrified. And I don't want that. Sting doing his special attraction matches, cool. Billy Gunn wrestling every now and again, that's fine. I don't care. But in terms of like full-time workers, we we, we have to draw a line somewhere. And I think AW needs to draw it sooner rather than later. That's all I'm going to say. I 100% agree. I have nothing to add. So, Haley, what are your closing thoughts? 
<laughs> um, let's see. My closing thoughts. Um, I love Julia Hart. I'm excited to have the House of Black and the Elite back. Um, yeah, and I'm excited for the Junior Tag League. I can't wait to see all the matches that come out of that. That's my closing thoughts. What about you? Um, my closing thoughts are bring back Team Taz. Oh, yeah. Listen. Um, I don't, at this point, I, I don't see it. Any- we'll go for another 30 minutes, but yes. Why did we break up Team Taz? I have no clue because it seems pointless to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like, what we're doing there, but I liked Team Taz and I still want Team Taz and I think we can do it. Also, break up the firm. No Wait. one likes the firm. At all. People like Ethan Page. They don't like the firm. No one likes the firm. If you like the firm, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> that's just the that's just the truth. And I'm sorry if I that offends you, but it is the truth. No one likes the firm. <sighs> I have to do this. Kyle says, Kylie, give us a historical fact. Um, well. Once upon a time, during kind of like a few years before World War II. Uh, no, that's probably too grim to talk to you about. Okay, take it back further. Back in the imperialism days, Britain would take women and they would convict them of like petty theft or whatever. And they would ship them to Australia to do hard labor in factories as their prison sentence. And those women were the first, quote unquote, mothers of Australia. So all of white Australia clarify white australia if you if you're from that lineage is de- descended from female deviants that's why i love australia i think we should move you know what period <laughs> never mind <laughs> anyway um and i was about, i was going to say something that was a lot more grim but it was too real too real for this current climate and so i didn't do it ryan says he likes the firm no one likes the firm I think you're just lying to yourself, but that's okay. And also, Ryan also says, I mean, it's a prison colony. Yes, but in like the, if you look at like the grand scheme of it, women stayed in Australia more. They did. And they married free men. Um, anyway, back to the firm. No one likes the firm. Everyone likes Ethan Page. We love um, the, gun, the guns are the guns. They're, they're always going to be around and annoy me all the time. <laughs> but if we use the firm to get Ethan Page over and we get eventually, maybe down the line, TNT champion Ethan Page, I am so here for it. And yeah, that brings my closing thoughts to a close. Haley, where can the people find you? As always, you guys can follow me on Twitter right there. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be on Twitter, so um, just... Follow me for updates on where else you can find me. I'm currently shopping around, looking at other uh, places. But in the meantime, you guys can check out my work on Body Slam, uh, Nerds and Beyond. I do a bunch of like nerdy and wrestling related things over there. I do have some other things in the work uh, works that I'm hoping I can announce soon that are super exciting for me. And I also have a Substack where. I write all about wrestling, my favorite wrestlers. Um, I analyze matches, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to be consistent with it, but right now I got a lot of stuff going on that I'm working on, so we're trying. But you can subscribe to that. It's linked on my Twitter. It's free to subscribe, and I would appreciate it so much. Here comes my long-winded plug. You can follow me on Twitter at Fuller underscore Kylie. I post everything I'm doing there. I also don't know how much longer I'll be on Twitter because I'm already having problems. Uh, I will probably get kicked off Twitter at this rate. Um, So I also have a Tumblr and I have a TikTok. That's where you can find me. Stop trying to follow me on Instagram. Thank you. Um, You can also follow at Romantic Wrestle on Twitter. That is Romanticized Wrestling. That is me and Haley and... Kyle Sparks from the chat. We talk about wrestling. We talk about stories of wrestling, romantic parts of wrestling. Kyle and I just did last week. We did a whole special about ROH fights without honor. Um, It was really fun to do. It was a great time. We're going to be having more ring of honor stuff on romanticized wrestling in the future. 
Follow me on Twitter for that and at Kyle K Sparks. That is my co-host Kyle for that show. Go do that. Um, I am not going to MySpace. Um, <laughs> I still have mine. I thought I did, but I don't think I do. So maybe I'll make a MySpace. Add me on MySpace. Uh, follow me on Tumblr. Follow me on TikTok. Not Instagram. Not Facebook. Thank you. Um, I'll stay on Twitter as long as I can. I'll probably get kicked off because I get, for whatever reason, I'm being targeted. <laughs> I had I had a wild day yesterday, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Um. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Coming back to my plug. Um, like this video if you're watching after we get off the air. Comment below. Let us know what you think. I really... I'm really curious what people are thinking about Julia Hart. Like, I cannot stop thinking about it. Um, subscribe to Fightful Overbooked. Also, go watch other shows on Fightful Overbooked. There's a lot of great content. A lot of people working super, super hard. And if you like this show, you'll love their shows. <laughs> so, do it. Um, did I plug everything? Me. Romance, romance. Oh, and then we're here every Monday at 3. Live. Live Tag Talk. Um, I think I covered all the bases. Not as long as a plug as I thought. But you know what? I think mine was longer for once. I really I really just went on a tangent there about Twitter. But I was really mad yesterday. Um, and I'm not going to talk about Elon Musk. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is going way long. I'm sorry. Um, if you want to know my thoughts on Elon Musk, follow me on Twitter. Um, Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us. We had such a great time talking tag team wrestling with you. It was cool to really get back into the news grind uh, and really just talk about things that are going on recently. If you want to see our video from last week, we talked about spooky, scary tag teams because uh, it was our Halloween special. We had so much fun doing that. So if you want to know my thoughts on the on Kane and The Undertaker, go watch that video. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, we'll see you guys same place, same time. Here, Fightful Overbooked, Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern. I don't care if the time changes. It's fine. We'll be here every week. Bye, guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.